The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of The Veritas Show, where you listen because you don't want to believe, you listen because you want to know. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for tuning in once again. And if you're new to the show, I'm glad you found us. Welcome, and make yourself at home. This is episode number 26. I have a great show in store for you tonight. For weeks, I have been announcing Chosen the abduction special, and tonight will air part one with someone known worldwide in the UFO circle as hypnotherapist Yvonne, Yvonne Smith, is our special guest tonight, and she will be with us shortly. And so that you know, in preparation for tonight's interview, I asked Yvonne if it would be possible to include real regression audio clips, and after a few days of logistical preparation, she has provided two great audio clips of one of her most important abduction regression hypnotherapy sessions. Two brothers, who are now adults, were abducted when they were very young, and it wasn't until decades later that they decided to seek help to find out what really happened to them. What makes this case so important and so interesting is the fact that usually it is one person recounting the story, and cases like the Betty and Barney Hill are very rare. What you're about to hear later in the show are two separate raw and unadulterated audio clips 
from two separate sessions, one for each brother. In this case, and many others, I thoroughly discuss in Yvonne's book, Chosen, Recollections of UFO Abductions Through Hypnotherapy. I thought it would be very informative for you, the listener audience, to experience this. This is as close as we can get to what it feels like to be abducted. The Veritas show is syndicated by the following affiliates. K-Rock's Zero Point Radio, the Black Vault Radio Network, and the Paranormal Radio Network, UPRN 105.8 FM, New Orleans. You can listen to Veritas right on our website, on iTunes and RSS feeds throughout cyberspace. And if you listen through iTunes, please remember to rate us and leave feedback. We are heard in 122 countries and growing. Our upcoming guests are Stephen Bassett, Whitley Streber with part two of Chosen, the abduction special, Colin Andrews, and Timothy Good. For updates, visit our website, veritasshow.com. And if you need to get in touch with me, just send an email to mail, that's M-E-L, at veritasshow.com. Or head onto our website and click on the contact button. Don't forget to stop by the Manticore Forum, where you can send questions to our future guests and discuss many topics with members around the world. Just go to our website, veritasshow.com, and click on Forum, or simply go to manticore.com. And remember our chat room? Well, it's now open 24-7. At one point, we closed it, and we opened it every weekend, Fridays, Saturdays, and closed it on Sundays, but we decided to keep it open. A lot of people can't participate all the time because of the time differences, since there are so many people around the world that have uh, different time zones. So it's now open 24-7. I'm usually there on Friday and Saturday evenings. I would love to interact with you, and you never know when a guest will drop by too. To chat with me and everyone else, just head on to VeritasShow.com and click on Chat. And again, tonight, I won't read any headlines. You can always go to our blog and get the latest there. In celebration of our six-month anniversary, and as promised, I have another summary from a past show. This time, I'm very timely indeed, since there is so much talk about disclosure. And even next week, he will be joining us again, Stephen Bassett. This will also give our new listeners an idea of what has transpired in the last six months. Enjoy. Disclosure is a huge issue. As far as I'm concerned, it's bigger than any other issue one could name. And it hasn't been addressed simply because the government made a decision that it wasn't going to address it, that it would put off uh, formally and uh, publicly dealing with the ET question until when it was ready. We're moving closer and closer to disclosure. This is, this is being driven by many things, multiple fronts. And the media's response is just one of many indicators that, we're, that things are happening and we're, we're getting towards uh, a, uh, a resolution of this issue. Our allies in World War II, and ostensibly our allies in, in uh, essentially in, in the Cold War as well, that the U.S., they would defer to the U.S. regarding the timing of, of how we're going to deal with this ET question. All the first world nations know there's an ET presence, but who announced it? They deferred to us on this. The evidence for the ET presence is massive and overwhelming, and any debunker that tells you otherwise is simply a fool. For a country, whether it be China, the U.K., France, 
Canada, the United States, whichever country in, uh, formally acknowledges the ET presence, meaning the government and the head of government acknowledge the ET presence with the usual accompanying press conference. And almost certainly with some evidence, some gun camera footage from some of their chase planes or whatever else they want to bring out to, to make the point clear they're serious. Whichever government does that, other nations will follow suit in rapid fire. Uh, don't expect any nation to come forward and say, oh, what are they talking about? There's no such thing. Ain't going to happen. You will, you will have an almost worldwide acknowledgement uh, of the ET reality. It might take as much as two to three weeks. And a significant official in the Catholic Church, the, the, the Catholic astronomer, Gabriel Fones, holds a press conference and, and says, yeah, we're fine with ETs. We're fine with extraterrestrials. So uh, that happened a number of months ago, and then on November the 14th, uh, we have a video of the Pope addressing a large group in which he once again brings up the issue that ETs are our brothers under God. The Catholic Church has known about the ET presence for a very long time. They have representatives all over the world, and they've been, those representatives, priests, have been taking confessions from countless millions, hundreds of millions of people millions of times. Um, uh, over the centuries, being told undoubtedly some of the earliest contact stories, leading right up to the present, uh, whether or not the individual were interpreting it or not. And so they were probably getting indication that something rather profound was going on a very long time ago. Uh, they've established a substantial astronomical presence, and they are ready to go. The secret empire is collectively the intelligence wing of uh, the United States government, its agencies, and the intelligence and classified portions of all commercial government contract work. Uh, and that's our secret empire. Other nations also have these same components. Uh, they're not as big by any means. Ours is the biggest now by far, even bigger than uh, Russia. I think bigger than China. It's vast. NASA is one of the great victims of the truth embargo. NASA was created in 1958 to be the Civilian Space Agency, which it's starting to be, but if you read the act, and I've talked about this many times, you see that with respect to extraterrestrials and any matters uh, impacting national security, NASA, in fact, doesn't call the shots. And that's simply a fact. You can read the act and see for yourself. Um, and so what that meant was that anything extraterrestrial that NASA might see photograph, encounter, whatever, anything, past or present, simply was not their call, and, and the Department of Defense would do that. And so NASA, if anything, if there's any number of possibilities, but if, if there's anything about our space exploration, particularly the moon, that in the Department of Defense view, uh, put the truth embargo at risk, and you can fill in the blanks here, they, the Department of Defense would have made the decision about whether we would go back to the moon or how would we go to the moon and so forth. They would make those calls, not NASA. In other words, the, 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 the space, the civilian space programs would be conducted in such a way as to not risk the truth embargo. Simple, as simple as I can state it. And if that meant uh, a, 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 a moon program had to be uh, essentially suspended for decades, if that meant we, we would go to Mars in one way and not another. We'd film this and that, not, not something, whatever. It didn't matter. Uh, the Department of Defense would make a call. And so NASA, you've got all these people working there who I'm sure would love nothing more 
then to be able to announce as an extraterrestrial presence or be able to go to the stars or just do their job, sensing at one level or another that these enormous possibilities are being uh, withheld or held back by the truth department. It's got to be brutal on them. And so NASA has been in a really tough spot. I just don't know the specifics. People have speculated at great lengths of what we saw on the moon or happened there or what's up there and why we can't go back. I, I don't know. Uh, and I've not, not even seen anything that was conclusive in that regard. But do I smell a fish in this barrel? Oh, yeah. Uh, do I strongly suspect that NASA's decisions regarding space exploration have been dramatically impacted by the need to maintain the truth embargo? Absolutely. But until disclosure, I, I don't think we're going to know the details. If you were in charge of disclosure, with a capital D, as mm-hmm. you like to call it, how would you handle it? I would handle it the way I've said many, many times. Uh, I would uh, arrange. Uh, uh, I would arrange uh, for a representative of my uh, uh, administration. In, in the case of Barama, I would probably pick John Podesta to meet privately with the managers of the intelligence and, uh, and cross-agency committees that have responsibility for this issue, address any concerns and details they have. Once that consensus is reached, I would very quickly assemble uh, a group of people to serve on a, a press uh, conference panel. We'd be brought together under extreme security and secrecy. Uh, then I, as soon as that is ready, I would go for the public from the Oval Office indicating that a very significant announcement is about to be made and important information is to be provided to the American people and that I, as the president, fully endorse this act and support it and we'll be speaking about it further in the future and then it would cut to that press conference and a carefully selected moderator would be the one non-political, non-partisan who announced to the world's people that and the American people that there is an extraterrestrial presence engaging the human race that we have known about it for some time, that we elected to classify this for national security reasons, but we feel that we can now reveal this to you and that we will now take your questions. That's how I would do it. Yvonne Smith began researching the UFO phenomenon in the late 1980s. After two years of studies and 1,000 hours of internship at the California Hypnosis Motivation Institute, the only accredited hypnosis college in the United States, she received her hypnotherapy certification in 1990. Specializing in cases of post-traumatic stress disorder, she used her hypnotherapy skills to assist such victims to work through their anxiety. Many of her subjects are referred to her by physicians and psychiatrists who believe Smith's expertise can benefit their patients. In fact, Many such patients are themselves doctors, university professors, engineers, lawyers, and other professionals. Because Smith, who is internationally known in UFO circles as simply hypnotherapist Yvonne, observed that many of the PTSD cases being referred to her involved subjects with similar patterns of UFO abduction encounters, Yvonne founded Close Encounters Resource Organization, CERO as a support group for such individuals in 1992, now in its 19th year. She's also on the board of the Organization for Paranormal Understanding and Support, OPUS, to further her support for such subjects. In addition to being a hypnotherapist in demand, since 1991, Yvonne has traveled extensively, presenting lectures in the United States at MIT and several other universities at many American UFO conferences, including lecturing and conducting 
many standing room only experiencer sessions at the International UFO Congress in Laughlin, Nevada. The Roswell International UFO Museum annually invites Yvonne to present multiple lectures, be a panel member, and moderate their investigator panel at Roswell's internationally known UFO Festival in July. She has also lectured for several years at international conferences from South America to Europe. And tonight, we are proud to have with us a world-renowned hypnotherapist. And in the UFO circle, she's known as the, an abduction hypnotherapist, the author of the book, Chosen, Recollections of UFO Abductions Through Hypnotherapy. Ladies and gentlemen, Yvonne Smith. Hello, Yvonne, and welcome to The Veritas Show. How are you? Hello, Mel. Nice to, nice to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. It's my pleasure, Yvonne, ever since I started doing the show. It's incredible at how many people have contacted me because they felt they wanted to talk to someone that would listen about their abduction experiences and not ridicule them or thought they had a mental disorder. That's when I decided to look into the abduction phenomenon. First, I started with Jim Sparks, and believe, uh, I believe you know him. But then I wanted to continue getting to the bottom of this, to give the people who are writing to me something in response. I had a conversation with Paula Harris, and she mentioned two names, Whitley Strieber, as a prime example of an abductee. Everyone knows of his experience or experiences. And when I asked Paula about someone who helps people deal with these experiences, she said, you have to talk to my friend Yvonne Smith. So here you are, Yvonne. Thanks again, Paula, for always being a conduit. So. Yes. So tell me, uh, Yvonne, how long have you been doing hypnotherapy, and, and what got you involved in this? Well, gosh, I've been doing hypnotherapy for the last uh, 18 years, and I believe I started, I, I became interested when I uh, attended a lecture many years ago in Pasadena, California, uh, where Bud Hopkins was uh, lecturing and and presenting some slides of some of his cases. Um, I had heard of him, and my mother knew about him, so uh, we both, uh, my mother and I both attended his lecture that day, and I became very, um, you know, very fascinated with the subject. And then, of course, uh, I read uh, Whitley Strieber's book. Now, at the time when I picked up his book in a bookstore, I had no idea what what the subject matter was. I just... Uh, noticed the cover of this book and it intrigued was me. It, was it communion? It was communion. Yes. It was not until I picked it up and I, I read the the inside of the jacket of the book cover that, um, you know, I, I saw that it was about uh, UFOs and abduction. So I bought it and read it and, um, you know, from there I just... Uh, wanted to learn more and more about the subject. So what training did you have for hypnotherapy and your post-traumatic stress disorder work? Uh, I attended uh, the Hypnosis Motivation Institute in California, and it was at the time the only accredited uh, school of hypnotherapy. It was a very, very thorough uh, program, uh, and I spent um, a year studying in another year in the clinic, uh, gaining my, my hours towards my certification. Uh, but it was also my training with Bud Hopkins 
uh, in the work of uh, regression. Working. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.